you by Relentless MMA and Fitness. Relentless MMA and Fitness at 2118 Highway 45 in Columbus, Mississippi takes on the best martial arts training in Columbus today. Proudly training people of all ages and abilities. At Relentless, the goal is to provide the Golden Triangle with quality martial arts in a safe, family-friendly fashion to see mixed martial arts grow, teaching self-defense, fitness, and training to athletes of all calibers. At Relentless, we strive to be the best mixed martial arts gym by working to provide the best coaches and instructors curriculum and offer a clean safe fun environment for you and your family to learn plus there's something for all ages and experience levels come see us today at relentless mma and fitness 2118 highway 45 columbus mississippi or call today for more information 662-259-8005 that's 662-259-8005 for relentless mma and fitness Like, I think that if a seven-year-old tried to have sex with me, I think I'd be like, nah, I'm good. I'm going to pass on that one, Grandma. I'm gonna, I think I'm going to head to the house. And I just, you know, there's nothing that's ever going to make me not love my wife. But, you know, I just also could see where the fact that, you know, once yeah. we're 70, 80 years old, it's like, mm, not there anymore. And But that's okay because she doesn't want to fuck you either. Yeah. It's not like she's knocking your door down. She's been through menopause. Women don't want to have sex after menopause. They don't give a shit. Yeah, they're done with you. They're like leave yeah women are done with sex at, after their 50s or whatever like they're done. They're, they're done which is why like i'm not saying that this was a, a good practice it was a terrible practice okay terrible practice but it's the reason why back in the day they'd have like 35 year old men marry 14 year old girls that's why that happened yeah so that like by the time the woman hit menopause he's dead <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> If you're wondering why these, no they calculated they, it out. Yeah, they calculated it out exactly. Like, okay, she's fifty something. He was twenty five years older than, older than him. Okay, he's seventy five. That boom worked out perfectly. Yeah. When you think about the math, it's like shit. It's kind of fucking flawless. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like sh- they <laughs> fuck. Like <laughs> you know, like I think today the way we get around it is you have to have two marriages. One for the first half, one for the second. I'm not proposing that you should do that, but that's what they do. You know, doctors and stuff, you know, they'll go get a little 20-year-old when they're 50, you know, for the second half because, you know. I'm, I'm just saying, when you see these old men um, and they're in Hardee's and you look at them. <laughs> and, the, and the light has just gone out in their eyes, you know. You just look at them and and you just see you just see that they're just dead inside. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's because they haven't had a blowjob in thirty years, man. Yeah. Could you imagine thirty years no blowjob? That's a long time. Three zero. They're long seventy. Time. It is not hard to believe that they haven't had a blowjob since they were forty. No, that's not a hard thing to believe. Fifty yeah. for sure. They're eighty. Oh, definitely not. Thirty, yeah. easy. Definitely hasn't happened at that point. I'm not saying it never. Ha- that's true for all of them, but they definitely haven't had a blowjob in 20 years. No blowjobs for 20 years. Yeah, I'm ready to die too. <laughs> That'll fuck you up. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. If somebody were to come to me right now, I really hope my wife doesn't listen to this episode. <laughs> it's going to start a fight. I'm not going to edit this out either. Um, I've told her this. I just don't want her to know that I'm saying it on the podcast. Um, uh, luckily, we have not. We're not. Deal- we haven't dealt with. Clearly, we're young, and mm-hmm. you know, but. Um, if somebody were to come to me right now and they were like, okay, you can either uh, live your life and you can still do all the things that you want to do in your life, uh, um, 
but you can't have sex. No more sex, no more blowjobs for the rest of your life. You're done. Okay? Or, or, uh, you can have like every sex every day for the next year and then you die at the end of the year. Damn. Um, I'm going to pick the year. Really? <laughs> I, think, I think I'm picking the year, man. Like, like you know, like I can never have sex again or have a, starting right now. No more sex, no more blowjobs, ever. nothing ever again for the rest of your life. You can do everything else. You know, you can you can go see the world. You can travel. You can go make money. You can drive fancy cars. Whatever you want to do. You know, well, not not whatever you, whatever you earn. You live your life from here on. Mm-hmm. But you can never ever touch a woman again. Damn. Or you can have sex every day, for starting three, now. Three hundred sixty-five days. Three hundred sixty-five days every single day, as much as you want. Do whatever you want for the next year, and then die. One hundred percent chance you're dead at the end of the year. I think I'm picking the year. My children are the only thing that throws a wrench into this equation. <laughs> the only thing. It's the only thing. Called, I want to see my kids grow up. That is the only thing throwing a wrench in the equation. The only that's thing. A, that's man. a tough choice. It, you see, to a woman, that would not be a tough choice. Mo don't get a lot of pussy, so he knows what he'd do. <laughs> but, like, because <laughs> he knows I'm right. That's, yeah, you're not wrong. <laughs> but I'm I sorry. Don't, I don't have the strongest game. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, but uh, if you leave it up to me and... I got to pick. I just, yeah, it's a tough choice. I want to watch my kids grow up. That's going to suck on day 364, though. Oh, man. Day 364 is going to be tough. I don't think I'm going to have any regrets, though. I don't, just, I just, don't, I just don't think so. <laughs> just go out. Just you know what? If they could make it two years, I'd be ready to go for sure. Like, give me two years and the second year I can't have sex to know what it's going to be like. Yeah. Or maybe flop, switch it. One year, no sex. One year, all the sex you can handle, then you're dead. Like, you get a choice at the end of the first year, right? You, you, you go one year, no sex at all. You and your wife, zero sex. You can't touch each other or anybody else. I feel like I need to put that in there. Um, <laughs> you can't touch each other for a year. Then one year, as much sex as you want. At the end of the year, you get to pick. Go back to the year before, and that's your life now. You die right now. I think I'm done. Damn. There's got to, I mean, I believe in heaven, so. Yeah. I hope I'm right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, don't, I, don't, I don't think I want to be here anymore. I'm not saying that's the only thing I'm living for. Because it would be a tough choice. I'm just saying, yeah. like, you know, maybe I'm overstating it. There's a comedian, and, and it, this got popular on TikTok a while back. Um, you know, women get mad because guys are like, uh, guys are like, you know, as long as you're with me is, is for the sex? No. Yeah. Y'all know the bit I'm talking about? Oh, yeah, I think I, I've, I've heard you. No, I'm not. I've heard I'm, not, I'm, not I'm not with with you only for the sex. I'm with you because I love you, because you're kind, because you're sweet, because you're caring, because I care about you. You're funny. Um, but the bathroom is not the only reason I bought my house. <laughs> but, but if you suddenly rip that bitch out, the, out and took it away from me, I'd be pretty upset. Like, I don't I don't think I want to live here anymore. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I have heard that bit. Yeah, I get it. You know, I, I'm just saying, I don't know how we got off on marital sexual relations on this episode. We just bring it. We but, just bring it. You know, I think it's an important topic, though. Of course. I think it's a super important topic because I think that, um, I think it's something that people don't talk about enough outside of like, mm-hmm. in a real honest conversation. So me and Wes have both been married for a while. Wes, longer than I have. Um, how long have you been married? Going on 14 years. 14 years of marriage. How long have y'all been together? Dang, oh, that's man. crazy. 14 uh, years. Wow. Yeah, we, well, damn, you know, we dated in high school, and then um, 
let me see my our, we were both seniors the same year we dated for our senior year and then i went off to the marine corps and we we split up but when i when i got back in 2005 we got back together and dated and then got married in 2007 wow so on and off for so, a really long yeah, time yeah long time yep 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 long time me and my wife have been together for 10 years we've been married for five i think this year will be six yeah this year will be six um and you know it's it's uh it's something that i you know you hear people talk about it some like in a funny like what we're talking about now you know but they don't they really don't talk about it enough because it uh it's something that comes up a lot more than you think it's going to before yeah. you get married you know what you know it's like you say it needs to be talked about remember but uh when Mark Romano was on, he kind of yeah. touched on that. Yeah, the, the, the the male like role in it. Right. Yeah. The problem that you run into is in a marriage, you can end up like, um, you kind of have to like throw your own ego away, and that's a really tough thing to do. Yeah. Like you have to like like sacrifice your own like ego because like I, it's not like me. I have a, I have a lot of ego, right? So, like, if I feel like I got to work that hard for it, it's like, you don't really want it anyway. Like, I'm not yeah, going yeah. to sit here and just kill myself, yeah. you know. But at the same time, you're like, you also have to take into consideration. They're not wired the same way we are. And they have to understand we're not wired the same way they are. Exactly. Men and women, whoever, whatever sick joke God was playing on us when he made men and women was, I get it because it was, it was crucial for the survival of the human race early on. But what the fuck, man? <laughs> like, what the fuck? Like, it's it doesn't make sense. Yeah, it's a big difference. It doesn't make sense for us to be this different. Like, in some ways we're the same. Mm-hmm. In some ways we are the same. But um, in this regard, we are not yeah. at all. Yeah. You know, I'm not going to no, dive no. too far into no. it. But we're not, you no. know. No. As a guy, I mean, all right, so you have a pre, biologically speaking, and, and this is what makes monogamy like a like a beautiful thing. The human male has a biological imperative to make as many people as he can, as often as he can, all the time. Ladies, if you're listening to this, I know this is the Man Up Podcast, but we have a lot of female listeners. Mom, if you're listening to this, please turn it off. <laughs> she's definitely not going to turn it off now we have a biological imperative to make as many people as possible as often as possible Bi- what makes what makes monogamy from a from a male's perspective so um like the fact that a man especially in modern society okay because mark romano was talking about this too there is absolutely no upside for a man to get married like from a logical sense yeah okay Baby, I love you. I'm not. This is not directed toward you, Balin. Okay, I'm happy I'm married. But from a logical standpoint, in 2021, there's absolutely no upside because number one, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to take you and the children on, and I'm going to be responsible for you guys financially. Now, yes, a lot of households that now are two-income households. But traditionally speaking, I'm going to take the women and the children on financially. I'm going to make sure that you guys are taken care of. I'm going to make sure that you guys are happy. I'm going to cut ties with, maybe not completely, but I'm going to seriously decrease the amount of time that I'm spending 
with my friends, with the people that make me feel connected, doing the things that I enjoy doing. And then if that shit doesn't work out and I, my baser instincts take a hold of me and I start banging away strippers from Las Vegas or if I, you know, whatever happens, um, you're going to take half of everything that I own. You're going to take half my business. I'm going to have to pay you for every child that we had together. I'm going to have to pay you money every month until you remarry and in alimony, assuming you were a stay-at-home mom. And I'm not going to keep the children. I'm going to see those children four days out of the month. If you do remarry, the new man is going to see them all but four days out of the month. So who's the father? Mm-hmm. L- literally speaking, who's the, who's the dad of those children? Who's raising those children? It's not you. Yeah, You're there four days a month. He's there out of, out, of, out of a 30-day month. He's there 26 days. You're there four. Who's having the biggest impact on your children? Yep. So I just bet half my shit. I just bet all my investment, half of all my investments, half my business, my house, plus a pretty large percentage of my income. Not to mention things like child support. Like there was a there was a thing on a guy who um, got divorced. Right, he was a dad. He worked a full time job. He got divorced. His wife got I think it was around twenty percent in child support which isn't unheard of when you have multiple children yeah okay Okay? um in order to make up that extra income he went and got a side job and he started working nights and weekends so he worked his j job his 40 hours he would get off of his 40 hours he'd go work his night job and his weekend job his wife found out he was working a white not white night and weekend job took him back to court and then he had to pay her that money too oh fuck okay (laughs) well he can't quit those jobs now because if he does he still has to pay that amount of money until he goes back to court Oh, shit. Right? So now he's stuck working all the time, 24 hours a day, and she gets that percentage no matter what. So it's not like she's getting just the 20% of his income. So when a man meets a woman and says, you know what? I'm going to bet all this. Because think about it. What is the woman putting on the table? I'm not saying she's not putting anything. Okay, she's, she, what she's betting is her prime reproductive years. Okay, because th- that's a valuable thing for a woman. Yeah. Um, that's a very valuable thing for a woman. Her prime reproductive years between 20 and 40, 20 and 35, uh, I'd say 40, 20 and 40. Between 20 and 40 is her prime reproductive years. Those are, that's the most valuable time period in terms of value a woman has. She's betting that. Um, and, and your genetics, depends on how good your genes are. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, which that comes down to how good her value is, but or how, how high her value is. But she's not betting anything close to what the man is. The other thing is, is a woman has the biological imperative to, for monogamy. A woman thrives in a healthy monogamous relationship. That's why if a woman cheats, something's wrong in the relationship. Mm-hmm. Okay? If your woman cheats on you, she wasn't getting something out of that relationship. There was something in that relationship she needed from you that you were not giving her yeah. most of the time. Or she's a whore. Okay. <laughs> Either could be true. Either could be true. When I say whore, I mean, she's damaged. Something happened to her. She was raised, you know, whatever. A man is betting all of this on the fact that he is not ever going to give in to his most basic biological imperative 
he's betting everything that his biology is not going to get the better of him. That's fucking crazy. So when you meet somebody that's special enough that you want to do that, that's a beautiful thing. Yeah. That's a beautiful thing. Like that's a that's a very like and then for the for you to be able to successfully do that and not cheat on your wife, not uh you know, be at the strip club all the time with your boys, not run around and you know, be a piece of shit doing piece of shit stuff. Like that's a beautiful thing. And you get to the end of that life together and then and this is the really sad part about it is, you know, not only did you bet all your stuff on it, then she turns 50 and she doesn't want to fuck you anymore. And you still have another, if you're the same age, you still have another 30 years of sex left in you. She's done. You know what I mean? So, but you still are not allowed to, you yeah. know, stray from that marriage. But you stay with her. Right. Exactly. That's such a beautiful thing. When humans are able to overcome our biological instincts. Those are typically beautiful things. Humans by nature are usually selfish. When humans are unselfish, that's a beautiful thing. It's like when I ha- when I'm in need and I see you're in need and I'm able to give to you, that's a beautiful thing. My my bio- my biology shouldn't have told me to do that. It should have told me to self pre- uh, uh, preserve, let you starve and me eat. Instead, I give you half of it. We both half starve. You know what I mean? Like yeah. we we both survive. Okay, that's a beautiful instinct. Monogamy can be a beautiful instinct when you get to the end of the life together and you're you're both happy and you're both uh, still very much in love with each other. Um, you know that's a it's, it's just a it's a beautiful thing. Wes Wes walked out to pee and missed the comeback to all this. Like the like what I was saying was like the that when you overcome your own biology that that's a beautiful thing. That's a good thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's a good thing, right? But it's just, I don't think that it's educated enough to young men. Like, okay, here's the deal. This is what you're getting into. You know what I mean? Um, it's, it's sort of a, I don't know, it's a weird it's a weird dynamic. This is definitely not a woman-hating section of the show either. Right. Because I'm not hating on women. I think that women, because it, it all started coming from, like, women wanting to join the workforce and things, which I think is a good thing. Especially considering now we have machines that do our laundry and clean our floors. And like a lot of women are, once the kids are in school, the government's raising your kids anyway. So you might as well go, go to work. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because if you think the public school is anything other than the government raising your kids, you're yeah. deluding yourself. Um, it is 100% nothing but the government downloading its ideas into your children so it believes exactly what they want them to believe. That's okay. where all that fucked up shit like Common Core comes from and all that. Is. I'm not as anti-Common Core as other people are. I don't think that's as big of a problem as like a lot of the history and stuff that they teach or don't teach. Common yeah. Core is just a new way to do math. Right, yeah, yeah. It's just a, it's, it, it makes it so we can't help them, though. Now, that's, I don't know if that was done on purpose or not. I don't know, but yeah, it's it's tough. But that, but that's that's the problem with Common Core. But I do agree now, with like the history and stuff you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, now with Common Core, parents are no longer... Children can no longer turn to parents to help them with their homework. Okay. Now who do they have to turn to? Yep. The school again. Yep. This is the reason why I'm I'm anti-homework. I don't believe there should be any homework at all. I agree with I don't either. I don't believe there should be any homework at all. (laughs) I get get the premise behind it. I think it's wrong. No, we didn't. Dude, when we were growing up, we didn't fucking have that much homework. I didn't have homework. I was like in middle school, late middle school. I I had homework when I started at Emanuel. I had homework. I don't believe in homework even up into high school. I, only, I believe in homework in college because you're only in class a couple hours a week. 
Yeah. I believe there should be homework then. Um, and the reason I don't believe in homework is because of this. Um, very little of real life is the things you learn in school. Yeah, that's true. Okay. Yeah. The, you should be spending your time outside of school learning things that school doesn't teach. You already had them for seven hours. You don't need any more time. Right. We already gave you all the time. You could do all the same shit in two to three, three to four hours. Oh, yeah. Three to four hours tops. The rest of the time, they should be outside playing. They should be learning hands-on. They should be learning how to build things. They should be learning how to. Another thing, and this is one of the reasons I am pro-school, because I was homeschooled, right? Mm -hmm. And one of the things that you don't develop is your EQ when you're homeschooled. It was that was a big learning curve for me. Everybody knows about IQ. Very few people know about EQ. I don't have a clue what it is. Your um, yeah. EQ is your emotional intelligence. Okay. It's it's like social intelligence, emotional intelligence. Yeah. I'll be honest with you. I've made a lot more money and been a lot more successful because of my social prowess than my IQ by far. It's a more valuable skill. Now, that's not true in every trade. That's not true for everybody. But EQ is infinitely valuable. Yeah. Emotional intelligence and social intelligence. Like understanding how to communicate with people. Yeah. Understanding like social dynamics. Why is that not taught to kids? Yeah, you've got to have social skills and, and yeah. stuff like Which that. Which is why it's good to go to school. You learn social skills. You learn yeah. how, how groups work. Yeah. But I think you should even possibly go a step beyond that and have like education for children on social skills and on like emotional skills like teaching kids this is how social dynamics work i think fathers should teach their sons how to talk to women oh the, yeah the course. reason a lot don't is because they don't know most definitely yeah a lot of fathers don't know how to talk to women but a father part of that role you should be teaching your son not to get laid but ultimately that is the goal, right? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like it, yeah. a, after marriage or whatever, yeah. ultimately, eventually. Well, no, I understand. Yeah, you, you've got to know how to approach them. Like, I don't care if yeah. my daughter ever has sex. Okay, yeah, if that like, never happens. Like women, yeah. If that ever happens, I'm, if she's a nun, I'll be, that's fine with me. That's completely okay. But my sons, on the other hand, I want them to give me grandchildren at some point. Right. I want my daughter to give me grandchildren too. Don't get me wrong. I just want her to do it in a way that she doesn't have to have sex. <laughs> <laughs> ways to put babies in people that yeah. you do not have to have a penis for and i think that's how i want my daughter to get pregnant is all yeah. i'm saying and you know i just but fathers should on the other hand and mothers should probably teach their daughters too but fathers should teach their sons how to communicate with opposite sex how to um do those things when you give kids homework after you've had them for seven hours and then the dad goes to work separate from the family all day long doesn't get home till late and this is dude i'm preaching from the ditch here because i am the poster boy for absentee father who's still married to the mother okay like i like right now saturday i have not been home all day i, I brought my i'm sorry I was here with me earlier but you know i haven't spent any time with him on saturday i work monday through saturday usually most of the day but those kids are not getting the education in how to be a man that they should and yeah. being a man goes so far beyond knowing how to do reading writing and freaking arithmetic dude yeah it goes so far beyond history class 
and the government mandating that we must put our kids in these freaking brainwash camps of public schools, which my daughter goes to. Mm-hmm. Okay, my daughter goes to them. I'm, right. we're put, I'm trying to get my sons and to, and you know what? I'm letting her pick to stay or go to a private school. I'm letting her have the decision. She's 13. She's been to the school her whole life. All her friends are there. I moved schools at that age. It was really tough on me. She's already done with a lot of anxiety and stuff. I'm not going to make that worse. So I'm letting her make the decision. You go to you go to these these classrooms of of um, you know the government just kind of downloading them with whatever opinions they want them to have and whatever beliefs they want them to have because that's all that's all ed- education is. It's the reason why I don't put a huge stock in traditional education. When you have a curriculum written by the government, our federal government, your state government, whoever, when it's handpicked, your belief systems, your, um, you know, your, the things you think that are important, whatever, are going to be, um, whatever they want them to be. Yeah. You know. And, yeah. You know. Sure. Uh, Joe Rogan was talking about this the other day with Jim Brewer talking about specifically in like colleges and stuff <laughs> because they have you know like when once you get to college you know your mindset is it's like it's pummeled into you and like you get brainwashed it's because of like professors being tenured so once they're there and tenured well then they can just preach whatever they want to you right and it's just brainwashing and I'm like you like I, I, I agree you need you need reading you need absolutely. writing and you need mathematics but absolutely the other shit no, you need to learn how to. You need to learn how to do basic plumbing. You need yeah. to learn how to do. Uh, teach me I mean, how to teach me how to balance a checkbook. Yeah, fuck yeah, <laughs> shit like that. You know there are some classes on doing that now though. They're adding that. They're that is what I do remember how uh, being taught how to write a check. I, now that I can one hundred percent say I, I was learned uh, learned Learn. taught in school how to to <laughs> fill out a check. Yeah, but that filling out a check and balancing a checkbook are right, the same thing. But it, I was not taught shit about taxes. I, yeah. yeah, never about any plumbing. I don't know shit about fixing fucking cars. Yep. And that, that is your dad who should teach you like how to fix cars and how to. Yeah. And, but the but when the schools don't give them the time to do that, right? Exactly. Because you're having yeah. to sit aside and do homework. Yep. And you know, as a as a dad, it's tough. Being a dad is tough. Okay. Fuck yeah, it's hard as fuck. People, if you're at home, if you're sitting there and you're listening to this, and you're thinking about getting married and having kids, I'm not telling you not to do it. Okay. That is not what because I know that this episode is coming off like. Don't get married. Don't have children. That's not at all what we're saying. Number one, the woman you pick to marry, infinitely the most important decision you'll ever make in your life. Like, marry the right person. Oh, yeah. Um, Two, make sure that you are ready. Like, you are 100% all in, ready to get married when you do it. Number three, understand what you're walking into because you don't have a clue. I wish, and the thing about it is they joke about it on shows, and I think people try to tell you, like, hey, man, check it out. How hard you think it's going to be? Imagine that times 100. It's still not that hard. It's still harder than that. And that's the absolute fact. Like, people used to tell me, I, I heard my whole life, my parents used to tell me, people used to tell me, marriage is work. And I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. How could a marriage be work? You're just married. It made no sense to me. Holy shit, marriage is a fuckload yeah. fuck of work. It is. It's like the day you get married, it's like somebody hands you a blindfold and says, hey, you've got to wear this blindfold from this moment on. Yeah. And go through life. Yeah. It's crazy. 
It's the shit thing. hits you from every day. But it is tough. Yeah. It's, it's very hard work. Yep. You was talking about that with your like just with your jujitsu last week. You're like marriage, life, whatever you're doing. All the adults that you were, you know, going under teaching you these things, you kind of like shrugged off. You're like, huh? Yeah. You kind of gave them the what face or something like that. Yeah. And then you realize once you were there, oh crap, they yeah. were right. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. I had, I, there's this, man, Balin, if you're listening to this episode, please don't kill me. <laughs> I'm really nervous about this one. Um, something happens after you get married and have kids, okay? It does. When you get married, when you start having children especially, that that's like when one of the big changes happens. You get married, things change. Yeah. When, see, I was in a different situation because Maddie was, um, how old was Maddie when we got married? We married six years, she's 13. So she's a, she was like seven. About to turn eight when we got married. Okay. So they all listen, do the math. Not biologically my child. But um, anyway, they, uh, uh, she, we got married with a child already in our family. Okay. Um, then, so Sari was born in December of 2015. We got married in June of 2015. Most people can do the math. Mm-hmm. Right. We were engaged in January 2015. So, um, I mean, we just went straight into it and uh, having a child, we're talking about how hard marriage and stuff is for men. Having a child is unbelievably hard on a woman. Like, Oh yeah. I agree. Yeah. Not just the physical toll, but the emotional and hormonal toll that having a baby puts a woman through. Well, even you got emotional, hormonal, mental, and physical. And it's, physical. it's, it's, it's yeah. a tough battle for them. It's one of the hardest things I've ever watched. Yeah. Like, like, um, it it just it's so much harder than people make it out to be. It, it looks like this beautiful thing, and it is. It's a beautiful thing. The creation of human life is a beautiful thing, but when you get married and your wife has a baby, it is a it's an enormous toll on her. That woman who our girl who right now you're dating and she can't keep her hands off of you and she thinks you're the sexiest thing alive is going to want nothing to do with you for weeks at a time and she's going to swear to you baby that's never going to be us all your older friends are going to be like no food ruins a woman's sex drive like wedding cake um (laughs) i don't i don't buy that i don't think it's the wedding cake i think it's the babies personally i think it's the kids man i think it's the kids like she's gonna tell you no baby that's never gonna be us don't listen to that it is gonna be you um you just got to make sure you love her enough Mm. that you're ready to deal with that because if you don't don't get married brother don't get married you got to make sure that you love her enough that you're ready to fight that battle with her you know so it's a it's a tough it's a tough battle man yeah it's tough it's tough Another thing that nobody tells you about getting married is like how things that you don't think are going to be a big deal turn into huge deals, like issues that you know you're going to have, but you're like, that's not that big of a deal. And then you get married and they're three years in and now it's just driving you up the fucking wall, you know, that's a different topic for a different day. I think that we should all like step back both men and women because men get, get sort of, especially alpha males, but men get sort of a negative rap in modern culture in the media in society they get this like um you know toxic masculinity because for one thing men have had like a lack of ability to step up in society over the past few years 
it's been somewhat recent and it's been across all cultural socioeconomics areas men have not filled the role that we were meant to fill and that is the leader of the household yeah. and that's why i say and this is something that i'm really trying to come to terms with because of my ego um i really hope my wife made it to this this far in the episode uh to hear this part but something that i've had to come to terms with in my marriage is that the male role in the home is the leader that's yeah. your role oh yeah of course now i'm not saying that every um relationship's the same but your role in the home is the leader that means that at the end of the day the buck stops with you mm-hmm. that means that if your marriage is having issues it's not on your wife to fix them that means that if you're not having enough sex in your relationship and this is what really sucks because it's really hard not to take it personally this is something no i've never heard another guy talk about so i'm gonna talk about it on my show it's really hard not to take it personally when your wife doesn't want to have sex with you oh yeah of course it hurts yeah it's rejection it's rejection just like when the girl at the bar doesn't want to have sex with you. Only worse because she already agreed to do it forever. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? That was the deal. You got yeah. to dance around in a pretty white dress for a day, and I get to have sex with you forever. That's the deal. Mm-hmm. If sex weren't on the table, I would have married my best friend, Canyon, or Joe. <laughs> that's facts bro that's facts that's facts this is the reason I married a girl get over here bromosexual you know what I mean well I mean if 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 sex weren't on the table I would have married one of my homies we we, I I never got in arguments with them we got along all the time we had the most fun together you know I have a lot of fun with my wife but if I'm not if I'm acting like sex is not like it was not a major reason anyway I digress from the joke but um you get into like uh, uh, this like place of like almost resentment because it hurts your feelings. It's like, why doesn't she want to? Why does she want to? And then accepting the fact that like stepping into that leadership role in your home means that it's on you to fix it, not her. You know what I mean? That's the tough part. Like yeah. I'm offended. I'm hurt. But like accepting the fact that like, oh shit, well. If my role is the leader, though, then it's my fault. Yeah. It's my fault that she doesn't want to because I'm not giving her something that she needs. Yeah. Or if she just had a kid or whatever, you know, there's going to be some hormonal problems or whatever. But, um, and then, you know, she, she, if she like, a lot of times she might say, like, um, you're not putting in enough effort. And you're like, well, you're not putting in effort either. She doesn't have to. Yeah. You're the leader. And that's what, um, remember, uh, Mark Romano was saying, too. Yeah. He's like, you know. You have to seduce her every know, day. And seduce, yep, exactly. Yeah. And then telling her, instead of, you know, saying, hey, you know, try and get in it, you tell her, like, say, I think we should have sex tonight. Yeah. Or, or, or sex now. Or, you know, I would, I would go. That's only, he was saying that, like, when you're being spontaneous. Yeah. And you take her on a date and you're doing something right, special yeah. for her and then, like, try to make it exciting. That's a way to make it more exciting. But like um, you're saying, seducer. Yeah, yeah right. I think it's it's kind of more even more complicated than that though. Like you, because you, you the first the first battle you have to win that I have to win is in my own head. Exactly. Because I have to get my head around the fact like okay, this is still my responsibility. Yeah. It's still on me. It's not on anybody else. It's not up to anybody else to make sure that I'm doing the things I'm supposed to do. And if I'm not, she's going to follow my lead. Mm-hmm. She is always going to be a, because I'm the leader, 
her actions and what she's doing is always going to be a reflection of my actions and what I'm doing. Ah, that is, this is not my attempt to marriage counsel anybody because I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. <laughs> okay. Like at all. Like I'm still, I'm still struggling. Now I, I, I do. Think, I, I don't think anybody ever figures it out. Yeah. I don't think so either. I mean, but you see people with great marriages. Anyway, uh, shoot us an email, manuppodcast90 at gmail.com. Let us know if you guys have any questions or thoughts on this episode. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, also, leave us a five-star review five star, on iTunes. Uh, I hope that didn't just mess the audio up. But on I, leave us a five-star review on iTunes. Uh, let us know you're enjoying it. Anything that you're listening on that does leave a review, the algorithm, that's how we pick up more listeners. That's how we grow the show is by people leaving us reviews. So leave us a review. Give us a shout out on social media. Share the show. Send it to your friends. Post it to your page. Whatever you got to do to help us grow this show. Thank you guys so much for listening. We'll see you on the next episode. Peace. Peace. Brought to you by Relentless MMA and Fitness.